Welcome, welcome to CBS Mornings on this Wednesday. It's Hump Day. I'm Gail King. I'm Tony DeCoble. And I'm Vladimir Dutier. Ahead on today's CBS Mornings On The Go, David Begno has the moving story of a community coming together to save a family restaurant. This after the daughter, one of the daughters, put a plea out on social media that went viral. Changed everything. Also, we know bees are crucial to the food we eat, or we should know anyway. They're pollinators, people. Well, in our Protecting the Planet series, find out how the first ever vaccine for bees is now helping save their shrinking population. Very important stuff. And we're going to meet a pair of women making history as the first female GM and first female uh, president to run a major league baseball team, the Miami Marlins. All that and more after these messages. Hey, hey, Prime members, talking to you. You can listen to CBS Mornings on the go ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors, that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod. Or text WonderyPod to 500-500. In health news, there are rising concerns about an increase in colon cancer cases among younger people. The American Cancer Society found that one out of every five new cases of colorectal cancer in 2019 were in people under the age of 55. And that is nearly double what the rate was back in 1995. The report also found that more patients under 65 are being diagnosed with late stage or later stage disease. That's not good. Colon cancer is the third most common cancer overall and the third leading cause of cancer-related fatalities for men and women in the U.S. CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook is also a gastroenterologist at NYU Langone and the doctor for basically everyone I know and care about. Yes. yes. Hello, my name is Gail. Gail. (laughs) We're very happy with our doctor, by the way. Yes, my wife is as well. Thank you very much for being here. Um, So a doubling in the rate of cancer for younger people here. What's going on? Well, we don't really know. There are a lot of suspects, but, you know, the actual villain isn't clear. Is it the fact that we are more obese because obesity is a risk factor, more sedentary, something in the environment, something we're eating or drinking? Or fascinating to me is the microbiome, the trillions of bacteria, thousands of species in our colon. It looks like there may be a relationship. Our microbiome is changing and that may be contributing to the increase. Boy, so but if you don't know what's causing it, it's hard to know what you do as a person to To help reduce your risk. Well, you get screened. So that is why, you know, they have dropped the the age that you first get screened if you're at average risk from 50 down to 45. And that's the reason why they said, well, you know, polyps are sitting there for years, totally benign. And if you take it out and that polyp was destined to become cancer, you don't get cancer instead of getting cancer. So what they're doing is lowering the, the screening Because years ago, you found a polyp, because I first went to you in two, 2016, you found something. Yeah. 
You, you removed it. Yeah, it was. But had it not been removed, it could it could it have, could have over over time. And again, but, you're you're the one re revealing this. I would never reveal oh. it just for HIPAA reasons. <laughs> and all that. Yes, exactly John's right. just making sure. Yeah, yes. and, and that you're Look exactly, at John telling my business. No, I tell you again. Well, I'm a nut about this. I'm very very confidential. And you know, since you're saying it, yes, you're a perfect example, Gail. Mm -hmm. You know, you had a small adenomatous polyp. Those are the kind that are totally benign. Mm -hmm. It could have been in there for years doing nothing. But, gradually, over years, it had the potential to turn it to cancer. We took it out, and that's the end of it. So, but, but, you know, uh, there's no family history of colon cancer in my family. My son is now 35, and I'm now saying, Will, you should go get a colonoscopy. What's the downside to getting one at a younger age when you see the cases are going up in people that are young? Yeah, you know, I know it's tempting to say that. Yes. Um, it just went from 50 to 45. There are risks to doing any, any procedure. There are expenses. Uh, and you have to think about what's the risk-benefit of all that. But I think that if you are a younger person, one of the messages here is, you know, if, you're, if you are 35 and you're not yet getting screened for whatever reason, uh, then you could say, well, what are the symptoms? You know, the yes. change in stool, yeah. uh, rectal bleeding, uh, loss, weight loss for an unexplained reason, abdominal cramping, mm. and iron deficiency anemia. So if you're told of a low iron and there's no obvious explanation, uh, then that's something that your health care provider should help evaluate. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, one of the things you can do is do a, a test of the stool to see, do you have invisible blood in the stool? Mm -hmm. That's Wow. So I was happy to come to you also, Dr. LaPugo. <laughs> My wife was like, how can you go to a doctor who you also work with? I'm I like, know. that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> hey, doc. I, I got over that very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. But if you are not comfortable with an in-person exam, are there alternative tests available? There are, you know, there are at, you, the at-home stool tests. You know, you've heard about that. Sounds more gross to Cologuard, me. Cologuard, with the right, people, with the dancing yeah. people. Uh, do you not. like those? You know, the, it's a good test. It's a good alternative test. The best test is the one that you do. Cologuard works by testing for a combination of invisible blood and also the shedding of genetic material from polyps and colon cancer. It's better at picking up colon cancer. It's pretty good mm -hmm. uh, than than picking up uh, colon polyp. But there are also uh, imaging tests you can do. Other things you can do. All right, Dr. John LaPook, always great to have you at the table. We appreciate it. And see you in the, in the <laughs> briefing room as well. <laughs> the exam room. Exam room. Always there, Dr. LaPook. In our series we call Protecting the Planet, we've got some good news this morning in the fight to save threatened bee populations. Did you know the bee population is being threatened? Yep. The U.S. government recently approved the world's first vaccine for honeybees. We rely on those insects to pollinate the crops that provide much of our food supply. As senior national and environmental correspondent Ben Tracy shows us, scientists hope that this breakthrough could be key to saving a crucial species. In California's Central Valley, massive orchards of almond trees are blooming and buzzing with activity. I can hear them buzzing around us. Yeah, they're busy at work. Brian Ashurst runs the Ashurst Bee Company. He's a fourth-generation beekeeper. How many bees do you keep? We run about 27,000 colonies. His bees are part of one of the largest pollination events on the planet. California produces more than 80% of the world's almonds, and each blossom is pollinated by a bee. Oh, see, that's a nice-looking frame. And Ashurst's bees are very busy. Uh, we do broccoli, we do avocados, we do watermelons, we do onion seed, we do carrot seed. That's a lot. Yeah, there's quite a bit that goes, goes on. Bees pollinate one-third of the food grown in the United States, essential to producing an estimated $15 billion worth of crops annually. But bee colonies are collapsing due to disease, parasites, pesticides, and even climate change-fueled droughts, which dry up the water and flowers they need to survive. They're just decimated. 
sometimes 50%. I've heard guys losing 70%. So we're constantly trying to figure out how can we reduce these losses. Jurg Meyer is a professor of zoological medicine at the University of Georgia. And we can informally also call you a beekeeper? Oh, absolutely. I'm a certified beekeeper, yeah. Open it up carefully. Hello, bees. He somehow convinced me to take a look at his teaching hives. You're not noticing that a lot of them attack you, right? So they're really good. Well, maybe in five minutes that might change. <laughs> he constantly inspects these to make sure there are no signs of diseases, like the dreaded American fowl brood. Doesn't sound good. No. What exactly is this? So it's a, it's a bacterial disease. And what happens after a few days, it's so bad that those little developing bees, the brood, dies and they die and it smells really foul. So you have foul brood, foul smelling brood. It's so bad the government requires infected hives and all beekeeping equipment to be burned and buried. There is no cure for the disease and until now, no vaccine to prevent it. So we literally had to start from scratch. Annette Kleiser is CEO of Dalan Animal Health, which partnered with the University of Georgia to develop the world's first honeybee vaccine. How challenging was it to figure out a vaccine for a bee? Well, we were the first ones to do this. There was no handbook. It was very challenging. Because unlike humans and animals, insects don't create antibodies. So scientists have long thought vaccines simply won't work. But in the lab, they discovered bees have a primitive immune system and exposing a queen bee to some of the dead bacteria through her food created immunity in the hive. I mean, it's like magic. You, you vaccinate the queen and she passes it on onto the, the millions of offspring that make the colony. So far, they have not seen any side effects or impacts on food products such as honey. The hope is this breakthrough will pave the way for other vaccines to control all sorts of harmful viruses and pests. That's good. Brian Ashurst says it won't solve all of the problems killing bees, but he's optimistic. Are you willing to give this vaccine to your bees? Yeah, I'm willing to try it out. I think because we're all looking for answers for things, we're willing to try things out. Because the one thing we do know is that without bees, these fields would be a lot less fertile. For CBS Mornings, I'm Ben Tracy in California's Central Valley. Oh, I'm rooting for the bees. If not Me for too. honey, I wouldn't be able to get my kids to eat the like brown, healthy cereal we put in the bowl every morning and then slather it with a whole bunch of honey. This is the coolest story. I was going to say, but I love the behind-the-scenes look of what they're doing. Yeah, 100 percent. And just population. the notion Nicely of done, ben. human ingenuity and science, and you figure out a way to you know, uh, vaccinate an entire bee population. Yes. That is so cool. Yeah. Really cool, Ben. Thank you. More from this episode of CBS Mornings after this short break. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings 
with ZBiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash CBS to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. ZBiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash CBS and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, ZBiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to CBS Mornings. It is time to bring you some of the stories that are the talk of the table this morning. That's Got pink. a table? Love pink. Got a table and we're talking? We're talking. That's pink. She, she says she's never not going to dance again. That's you, Vlad. I'm never not going to dance again. I know. I story like of my life. <laughs> got I to dance. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> my talk of the table, very exciting. Also about music. We've got an exciting announcement that we get to reveal and we get to do this only on CBS Mornings. This year's CMT Music Awards will be given out next month, and we know some of the nominees. Here are the nominees for Collaborative Video of the Year. Drum roll, please. <laughs> L. King featuring Dirks Bentley, worth a shot. Hardy featuring Lainey Wilson Wait in the Truck, love that song. Ingrid Andrus with Sam Hunt, Wishful Drinking, love the two of them together. Oh, here we go, Kane Brown wow. and Caitlin Brown. Thank God I get to wake up next to you. Those are lyrics in the song. Thank God your hand. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Mine. Yes. Yeah, those are lyrics to the song because Kane and Caitlin are going, what? Yeah. I love the lyrics to the song. Love the two of them together. Love everything about the Browns. Midland featuring John Hardy. Long neck way to go. Russell Dickerson featuring Jake Scott. She likes it. That's a good one, too. And Thomas Rhett and Katy Perry, where we started. Oh, man. It's a tough one. That's a tough category. Tough category. Yeah. I'm feeling the I just love the Browns so much. But I love all these guys, to be honest with you. You can watch the CMT Music Awards right here on CBS on Sunday, April 2nd. And guess who's hosting? KB and KB. Yeah. Wow. Two of them are great together. Kelsey Ballerini and Kane Brown. So Sunday night, I've already made plans for both of you. <laughs> watching that. We're watching. Show. We'll be over. All right. What do you got, Tony? Uh, my talk on the table is something that I saw in Vogue covering Paris Fashion Week. Uh, and it reminded me of a trend from the 80s and 90s, those hyper-color T-shirts that we used to wear back then. You could Wait, hold on. Just, Tony Watt reads Vogue, folks, just so you know. I, I love it. Vogue. I follow it on Instagram, <laughs> Vlad, if you must know. Uh, that is pretty good. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> but So you remember these in the 80s and 90s, how cool it was? Yes. yes. Your friend could touch your shirt. It was a yeah. handprint heat-activated. Well, apparently they've been working on this technology, and it's gotten a heck of a lot better. There's a Japanese designer, Kuniko, uh, let me get the last name right. Morinaga. Uh, Morinaga uh, for a brand called Onrealange. Take a look at this UV-activated color. So the dress is white, 
Then the UV light comes down, and you get this miraculous color and design. This is the first time this kind of technology has been used with satins and with lace. I think it's just so awesome. And you can see how excited the models are. They're just jubilant. <laughs> see, That's they right. have that model look. They have that model look. I like that. You, you wear something before you go out, and then yes. you step out to the club, and then you come out wearing something different. But, Vlad, I would not have picked this story for Tony. Would you? <laughs> I would not Tony have is a, Tony, you Tony is a renaissance this. man. Yes, he's, he's a man uh, of you know, many, many interests. interests. Yes. I like that. I am. Vlad, we got. <laughs> All right. My talk of the table is oh, about, this, this is such a wonderful story. Yeah. It's about new mom, Kiki Palmer, speaking honestly about the challenges of having a newborn, which, as you all know, I know a little something about. But hello, Celine's dad. Hello, Celine. Daddy <laughs> loves you. Um, but here's something else that Kiki talked about. Uh, she, we all know that she gave birth to her son, Leotis, less than two weeks ago. But she posted this video to Instagram, and she wrote, I ain't gonna lie. Those are her words. I'm getting cooked. The singer and actor then held back tears as she talked about her admiration for anyone who has to do it alone. Watch this. If you are a single parent, pull out your cape. Matter of fact, clip off your angel wings because I don't know how you did it. But when it comes to raising a kid, I've already learned in these short few days that it takes a village. Um, and sometimes that's a privilege. I'm really in my, in my heart. I bring, I bring tears to my eyes. I am just truly profoundly impressed. I so, love this flag. Love this so much. Shouting out yes. all of the single parents out there. Um, and I know I can relate because after my parents divorced when I was very young, my mom was a single mom for many years until she remarried. Um, and this is us with uh, my little sister. Oh, um, right. And I just know, even as, an, as a child, you know the struggles and the difficulties that your mom you, is Vlad. going through. Yeah, look at like my yes. suit. And this is my mom with Celine, uh, you know, recently. So, yeah, I love that Kiki's sort of calling this out and saying that she understands it under the best of circumstances, yes. which she is, right? Yes. She's privileged and has that ability to have all the help that she needs. It's difficult. Yes. And then when you don't have that, it's really hard. I don't Gail, think, you know I, Well, I don't think too. people understand how much work babies are. Mm, I don't think. I no. mean, you have to really be on top of it 24-7. And the fact that Kiki is calling it out and saying, putting on your cape. But when I saw that, it made me think of Wendy McNeil, who's, 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 a, who's a producer yes. here. Yep. Because she, she has a little baby girl. And the fact that she's doing this herself, I, I really am in awe of people who can do it. And yeah. working. Uh, and, and working. You know, working with us every yes. morning yes. while she's taking care of the baby. Yes. Yeah. Shout out. Superheroes all. Moms yes. and dads. Totally totally agree. Doing it by Pull out your cape. Love it. Uh, all right. Let's turn now to a story about two women making history at sports highest level on this International Women's Day. Kim Anj and Caroline O'Connor are executives with baseball's Miami Marlins. This is the first time any major men's franchise mm. has had women serving as general manager and president at the same time. CBS Saturday Morning co-host Dana Jacobson caught up with the duo as the new season was getting started at spring training. A familiar sight in America's pastime. But at this batting practice, there's something new. These young girls, young women who see us, I think it's really inspirational for them. And I think it shows them that sky's the limit. Miami Marlins GM Kim Ang and president of business operations Caroline O'Connor shattering a glass ceiling in sports together. Everybody wants to win. There's no doubt. That comes first. I know that. But diversity must matter to people out going as well. It does. It matters. You know, it, it, it's a kind of brand that people want to be associated with. 
two women leading both the business and sports side of a major men's franchise for the first time in history. I firmly believe the reason Kim and I are here is because we're both very hard workers, uh, and that's our tendency. They're part of an industry that lags others in gender representation. A 2022 report, which gave Major League Baseball a C-plus for gender hiring, showed women held less than a third of league central office jobs. But overall, last season saw improvements, with 33 women in major and minor league coaching roles, the most in history. Ang, now in her third season as general manager, knows representation matters. Prior to my getting here, they had three women apply for analytics internship out of 300. After I was hired that next year, it went up to 30. Would we be here if not for Title IX? Not in my mind, not at all. But it had to happen. Things like that have to happen in order for there to be change. The opening game of the World Series. And when changing a game as old as baseball, there can be growing pains. Is it different when a woman's in charge versus when a man's in charge? Yeah, the leader takes a lot more crap. <laughs> it just takes longer, right. I think, for a woman as a leader right. to earn the respect that a lot of times for a guy is just given. O'Connor, a multi-sport athlete in high school, came from a business background and joined the Marlins in 2017. She rose through the ranks and last year became just the second woman to serve as president of a major league team. Do you ever look around at your office, though, and think what a unique opportunity this is for a business person? Every day. Yeah. Baseball has been a part of Ang since she was a kid. When you were playing stickball, were you the only girl out there playing with the boys? I was. I was. Uh, undoubtedly. A college softball player at the University of Chicago, she got her start in the big leagues as a 21-year-old intern for the White Sox. She would go on to hold front office jobs for the Yankees and Dodgers. And after 15 years of applying for the job of general manager, the Marlins finally gave Ang her shot. Everyone at the time of your hiring talked about how not just qualified you were, but overly qualified at that point you were for the position, I think that mattered if you were going to be the first. No, I definitely paid my dues, Yeah, for sure. You know, should I have gotten the job earlier? Perhaps. Yeah, it's just the luck of the draw sometimes, right? And, and that's, that's life. Do you feel it more because you carry it for women also? Yeah, I definitely feel that pressure. You know, when I read letters each day from young women or young girls, um, you know, you just keep thinking that you can't fail. It's really important to hear those stories, talk to people, have people see us in our roles as much as possible. So, you know, the little kids can see themselves here. And ultimately, for Ang and O'Connor, it's about being part of the team. Joe Torrey was talking about you, and he said, she's just one of us. How important is that when you're working in an organization? It's immensely important. Yeah, I think it's, it's, you know, says a lot about being one of the team. And, you know, you're willing to roll your sleeves up like anybody else. You're willing to get dirty like anybody else. And you will fight that fight with them every day. For CBS Mornings, Dana Jacobson, Jupiter, Florida. I love them. Putting the Marlins in a position to win as well. 15 years she applied for that job. 15 years. Congratulations.
They're both awesome. doing exactly where they need to be exactly. at the very right time. Bravo, yeah, bravo. Right. Story about the power of social media and a young woman's passion to keep her father's American dream alive. More than a million people watch this video on social media. That's restaurant owner Wang Li. Like many eateries, mm. he struggled to stay open in the wake of the pandemic. But as our lead national correspondent David Begno shows us, a very determined daughter helped save the family business. It all started with this TikTok. It makes me so sad to see my parents just wait for customers to walk through the door at their Vietnamese restaurant. Jennifer Lee posted that back in January, along with some reviews. And it's like my favorite. It's so good. Of her favorite dishes from her family's restaurant. And we give a lot of portions, too. So good, so good. In Santa Rosa, California. Just come check us out. I really hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Lee's Noodle House has been open for 20 years, but financial trouble started in 2017 when the deadly Tubbs fire, then the largest wildfire in California history, devastated Santa Rosa. Their building survived, but left the Lee family out of business for a month. Then there was the pandemic. Their dining room was forced to close for six months to go food only. Jennifer's father is Vuong Lee. Basically, we cannot afford a high employee. So hard, so we have to hang in tight and just me and my wife and just hang in there and try to survive. Lee and his wife cook the food. They serve it too, and their children help when they can. Jennifer, a grad student in Southern California, thought maybe my TikToks will go viral and that might help the family business. So this is our Yelp review. If you guys can take photos of your food and upload it, it would really help my parents' business. So thank you guys all so much for the support and love. Thank you. It worked. More than a million people viewed her first video. And you know what happened after that? I was shocked to see how many people were here. Almost immediately, new customers were walking through the door, packing into the tiny 50-seat restaurant. Heck, even the longtime customers couldn't believe it. It's a little too crowded for me at the moment. <laughs> so much so that Jennifer ended up flying home to Northern California just so she could help her parents serve the food. Wow, the power of social media is like insane. Okay, come with me to Lee's Noodle House. When Erica Altis saw Jennifer's TikTok, she activated her own audience of more than 100,000 people on Instagram to help. But first, she took her family to eat at Lee's so they could try the food. I realized I live less than two miles from this place. And so I decided to call on my audience because I have a big local following and ask them if they would like to contribute to a larger tip after I'm done with my meal and pay for my meal and pay for my tip. The meal was so delicious, so fresh. The bun was perfection. You've got to go here. The best part, though, are these guys, the owners. The tip ended up being I ended up raising two thousand dollars to give to the family for their restaurant. You know, my community did that for for them. How is it being a local, being someone who likes to contribute to the conversation uh -huh. locally to watch? the goodness that has come about for this restaurant from strangers thanks to social media. I know it's just it's incredible because not only did people donate near and far to go towards the tip but people you know came in for lunch and they're continuing to come yeah. which is so cool to see that there's so much momentum still behind it and it wasn't just like one solid weekend of business it's been weeks of business yeah. which is I think you know changed their entire business from closing and being able to stay open which is incredible. 
It's no secret I love the food. Oh. So your favorite thing still the pot stickers? I think so, but I mean, I, I, I would eat everything. Mr. Lee served us and everyone else that day. His wife was back in the kitchen cooking, and that's where I first met them. Oh, hello, David. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for coming. That donation from Altus is going to help the Lee family start making some improvements around here. Be honest with you, that money is going to help like, fix the AC uh, central air conditioner, buy a new ice machine that's carry on because my AMC broke down, my central air broke down, so hopefully I use that money to repair this summer. Meanwhile, if you're ever in Santa Rosa and you can't get a seat, there's always takeout. And this takeaway. I think it just gives you kind of a restored faith in humanity, right? I think with so much going on in the world that people want some good news and we need to get it more into the mix. So I love that you guys are doing this and you're highlighting this because it may make people do this in their own communities and try to support restaurants in their own communities or any business in their community that's struggling. And so I think that's the takeaway is one small act Cheers can go a far away. To that. Yeah. It's just to bring so much love and joy to my family because without the, the people from the community, I, I don't know if I can survive. And to think it all started with a daughter just trying to give back to her own family. Since Jennifer posted that video, revenue, she says, is up 30 to 40 percent. If you look at the Yelp reviews online, it's good. 4.5 stars, nearly 300 reviews. And take it from me, who was eating like a pig on camera, that's some tasty food. <laughs> we did notice that, David. Uh, Patty said, yeah, smaller bites, that. David, smaller bites. No, we all wanted to be there. A couple yes. of those buns, those pot stickers look great. But, you know... What strikes me, I love the opening picture of, of the dad leaning on the counter looking so sad and the daughter capturing mm. that. Because that does pull at your heartstrings and you think, how can I help these people? And in the food, it's good, so there's a big payoff. And you've got I love that story. the power of social and media, which we sometimes do a lot of reporting on how good. bad it can be. Yeah. This is how it can be used for good. And then what Erica Altus said about... You know, doing away with the political divisions and anything that you think is going wrong in this country, yeah. there is so much good happening. Yeah. And this is an example, as always, David, brought to, you, uh, brought to us from you. So we appreciate that. Just wanted to give you all a little feel-good feeling for the morning. I feel good. No, David, you're like what DJ Khaled says. Another one. <laughs> Another hit from David Begnell. Thank you so much. Thank Nourishment you so much. for the soul, thank David. We appreciate right. it, and I mean it. All right, come back soon. And we do thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow in your feed and Monday through Friday on your local CBS stations starting at 7 a.m. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to CBS Mornings on the go ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm CBS News correspondent Major Garrett, host of the podcast Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. During the Cold War, FBI agent Robert Hansen traded classified secrets to the Kremlin in exchange for cash and jewels. In the podcast, you'll hear from Hansen's closest friends, family members, victims, and colleagues for the most comprehensive telling of who Robert Hansen really was. Binge the entire series now. Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen is available on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.